Do you want even more unique, funny business content? If so, make sure you guys are following us on TikTok. We post some awesome highlights from our episodes on there, and even some of our crazy moments from Fortnite, Rocket League, and other video games. And you never know what kind of TikTok trends we are going to try out when we are together in person. Be sure to search Funny Business EN on TikTok and drop a follow. Welcome back to yet another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Happy Friday, happy Friday, happy whatever day it is you're listening to. Um, I, I hope everyone had a happy 4th of July. We'll probably talk about that a little bit later. Um, but Mike, I just want to say uh, this past weekend, I am thankful for three things. Thankful for friends. Thankful for water. I'm thankful for Tylenol. <laughs> I, I'm I'm happy you are you reflected this past holiday weekend as far as what you were thankful for, Matt. Um, I'd like to say the same, but uh, I'm I'm sure we're gonna hear a lot about that later on in the show today. But uh, I'm happy you're still surviving, uh, Matt. It seems though, like yeah, we're usually pretty on the pulse with each other. Like we usually talk to each other during the weekend or whatnot. You were you were popular, man. Let's put it that way. You were pretty popular. And then I decided to go into the middle of nowhere and head in the back of the woods for my kind of escape. But um, Matt, why why don't you just tell the the lovely people, you know, what were some exciting things that happened to you during your holiday weekend? Sure. So this past Friday, a week ago, I had a wedding. So um, Thursday, actually, we saw each other. I was gonna say, let's most importantly, let's right. let's, let's break the ice with this important thing first. So <laughs> we, we saw each other. Uh, Mike was gracious enough to share some of his delicious IPAs. Um, I have been showing everybody the gummy bear one because that was just phenomenal. <laughs> um, so we saw each other Thursday, and then Friday was the actual wedding. Very nice. They actually were able to have it outside. Uh, they had like a, a two hour window beforehand where they had like make the call if it was going to be outside or inside due to rain. Luckily, the rain held off for the ceremony and reception was fantastic. Open bar. Fantastic. Wow. Um, one funny story I do have from the wedding. So there's two things we couldn't the, uh, the wedding or the people couldn't do because of COVID. Couldn't do shots because they didn't have enough paper cups, which was fine. Like, whatever. That's not a big deal. Yeah. And we had plastic silverware and plastic plates to just to like conserve like washing and stuff. What is funny? I we had, it was a buffet style dinner, so I went up to the buffet and my plate snapped in half. <laughs> Not completely snapped in half, but like but it, enough it, where it caved. <laughs> correct. So then, luckily, the buffet was very close to our table, like we were right next to it. So I had to carry my full plate of food with two hands under the plate and i made it and the food was great um but that was just a funny thing that happened so you're either very fat or that plate just does not have the stability for it no i broke it so it was funny i was actually got up from the table walking and i was kind of like holding it and like playing with it a little bit i was like ah this won't snap bam it snapped in half i was like ah <laughs> uh, shit um but that was fun the casino Maybe I'll save that for the end of the show. Let's go for it. Actually, uh, can I can I ask you how was your um 
your party situation, I guess. Let's phrase it that way. Okay, I'll save that part for the end of the show. Okay. I'll say right. this. Um, craps is the most oh, confusing God, game I've ever played table. in my life. Oh, no. So, you so went to here, a table. Here's what oh, happened. Oh, no. <laughs> so, one of my friend's boyfriends was there. He's like, hey, did you ever play craps? I was like, not really, but like, it seems fun. He's like, come on, I'll teach you. Well, I wasn't... Um, I wasn't in the right headspace to try to learn there. a new game. <laughs> yeah, it was a little fuzzy. So I lost 40 bucks in five minutes. Okay, that's not bad. I hadn't. I couldn't tell you how to play craps, um, <laughs> but other people were having fun. I mean, you were able to financially recover from that, so I, I don't think that was, that was too bad. When, once you said you hit, a, you hit a table, I was like, oh, no, Matt hit a table. Oh, no, he's never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> yeah, I just did 40 and called it a night because I didn't want to go too far deep in, you know? Smart man. Um, Smart and man. then Saturday, we all had breakfast together, all friend group, and um, hung out with some more friends in Jersey over the weekend and came home Sunday and back to work on Monday. So it was it was a fun weekend, a much-needed weekend. And yeah, it was it was a good Fourth of July. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, <laughs> I saw all the snaps and and the and the instas of of how fun that that weekend was for you. So I'm happy you had a little bit of time. I know Matt, you haven't had a day off lately, so it was just it's probably nice just to kind of see your friends, but also you know not just hang out at a house like you were doing stuff. And you know, now that kind of COVID is is kind of. Uh, we're reaching at the end of the tunnel, hopefully crossing our fingers uh, that there was some activities that you were able to be involved with, like going to the casino, like going to a wedding, hanging out with all of your friends. Um, it's it's kind of much more appropriate now that that situation is coming to fruition as far as being able to be together. Especially since, sorry, my eyes haven't freaked out. That's okay. Except, especially <laughs> since the wedding was supposed to be last year in 2020. Right. Um, it was actually going to be a, a Disney cruise wedding, so it was a little bit change pace. So it was nice to finally get together, celebrate the happy couple, see some friends, have some fun, have a few drinks responsibly, gamble responsibly. One eight hundred gambler if you have a gambling problem. <laughs> uh, not an ad, but it was just a great weekend. No. Um, but yeah, I know you, it looks like you had a good weekend too. Yeah, uh, it was very chill. Um, I, I think for for those who know, um. It's weird living in in the area that I currently live in and then going back to my parents. Um, I think the first thing that you notice when I go up to my parents is that your ears are kind of like adjust. Um, it's like when we turn the dials on our volumes for, you know, or podcasting and all that, like your ears just adjust and you hear nothing like it is so quiet and that's kind of like the oh my gosh it's it's home type of deal um of course i got to see my little pupper dupper charles charlie oh, chuck a good boy oh my god <laughs> what a what a hoot he's so funny um you know uh i actually friday night i got to see um my my old high school mentor so i got to see his kids who are growing up very fast too fast enough for me to say i'm getting older um it was funny we were at dinner and uh you know sean my mentor was talking to me and his wife becky was there and uh i looked at logan who is one of the sons and then tyler was the other one tyler's the older one logan's the younger one um and i looked at him and i stuck my tongue out just like a quick like you know just just so he's paying attention he sticks his tongue out his mom goes logan that's not nice immediately goes 
Well, Mike did it first. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's like, I no was way. like, oh my god, Logan! Like, threw you right <laughs> under the bus. So he threw me completely under the bus, but he knew he was getting in trouble, so he threw me under the bus. That way, he didn't get in trouble, um, which was which was cute. It, it was really nice to see them, and it was nice to see my family too. Um, we had our neighbor Steve host a really nice fireworks celebration, so we kind of stayed late. Uh, for Fourth of July, um, up at the parents, and then we kind of traveled back, and um, I really how, had I had Jenna with me that that whole weekend, so that was really nice. How many Steves do you know? A lot of Steves. <laughs> Seems like it. <laughs> Enough Steves to to make a basketball team, and then have a few substitutions in mind there. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it was it was good. I mean, it's not you know it was eventful, meaning that you know there was some family time and was able to have a couple brews, um, you know, very some very nice light Miller lights. Uh and uh, you know, just be able to ride, hang out with the dog. Um, went to a farmers market, which was nice. But yeah, it was it was good. It was a it was a really nice weekend to kind of just relax. I think it you know, I, I think for someone like you who doesn't really get to see your family a lot, it's good to to go back home. Like sometimes you're with Jenna's family, sometimes you're with Jenna, sometimes you're with your family. I feel like you do a really good job of rotating. If I will say, like you do a good job of balancing, like when does you, know, you have to see your parents in a long time, you go up and see them, or like haven't seen Jenna, you go see her, or haven't seen her family, you go see her. Like you do a very good job of balancing your work life with your personal life, if I can say so. Appreciate that. Well, I can't take all the credit in coordinating um, going up to my parents. Jenna actually texted the family and seeing if they were available. So um, shout out to Jenna for coordinating it and being able to come up. So I was very happy about that. Since we're on the topic, Fourth of July. Can we talk about fireworks? Yeah. No, I'm all game. Um, how do you feel about fireworks? So my mom loved bringing up to me last uh, the other night, Sunday night, 4th of July, that I hated them as a kid. Um, it was enough where uh, I was screaming to tell my mom to hold on to my ears. And then on top of that, I was holding my mom's hands to make sure it didn't come off. Um, I think they're cool. Uh, I, I don't. I'm on the fence. Like, I'm not like, yeah, fireworks. Or, like, fireworks are stupid. Like, I'm I'm right at the fence with them. Um, you know, I think the the regular, like, the, the commercial fireworks, I should say, the one that goes up in the air and booms, um, you know, or terminology here with fireworks, explodes, ignites, or something like that. Um, comparison to, like, those small ones that just light a fire and it changes colors, like, I think those are dumb. Um but the ones that go up in the air and explode, like, I think those are cool, but it's not something where it's like, I need to see fireworks on 4th of July in order for me to feel like I had a good 4th of July. I agree. I'm probably somewhere in the middle, too. Uh, I think there's too many fireworks this year. Like, um, it, like around my area, it was, like, way too many. Some some of them were cool. Like, so my neighbor behind me, like, the, he's, there's, like, a farmer behind me. He didn't have a lot of fireworks, but he shot off some big ones. Those were cool. And then people kind of across the street past the gas station near my house, they we were able to see some of theirs. They had a ton, and they were very nice. But the constant booming for two hours, I could do without. We also, we, were, we saw people setting off fireworks at 5 o'clock at night. You can't see them. There's no point in the... And they were like up in the sky fireworks, not like the little sparklers on the street. Right. Which, by the way, there were also just people setting them off in the middle of the street <laughs> in Allentown, which was just insane. But like... At least wait till you can enjoy them at like nine o'clock, nine thirty. Like, there's no point in setting up fireworks at five o'clock at night. That's that's just excessive. 
Yeah, and on top of that, too, I mean, you were saying, like, you had some in your area. Uh, my family lives around a bunch of camps, um, so all the kids that are at those camps, you know, you want to celebrate 4th of July, so they had one camp that was setting off fireworks, and there was another camp, and then another camp, so, like, it, you had that custom for it. Uh, you know, I remember it wasn't even it wasn't even it was last weekend so not the weekend of like fourth of july it was the previous weekend there's people setting off fireworks then and i'm like yeah. guys no like it's not it's not the right time like yeah celebrate independence but don't celebrate it the week before when we do it like <laughs> i feel like they're very cool like we, like what you said when they're commercial like right. if there's a festival like everybody comes together to watch the fireworks mm. that's cool I don't find the appeal of just like, oh, hey, let's set up some fireworks in the backyard tonight. Like, I don't think that's as fun because that's more dangerous. I'd rather have someone who knows what they're doing. And like the smell of sulfur in the air for like the hour after all the fireworks <sighs> set off was so awful and annoying. That's one of the worst smells in, in the world. If you've never smelled it, you're lucky. Um, but yeah, I think we could scale back on the fireworks going forward. Yeah, I mean. To a degree. To a degree. I. There's no, you can't, it's like this never-ending discussion. Like, literally, you have to put an ordinance on from your town in order for it to stop. But I I think a little coordination would be great. Like, if everybody came together with their fireworks and set them off, like, I think that would be really cool. Um, but, you know, everybody takes accommodations and everybody wants to do their own thing, apparently, when it comes to parties. Uh but yeah, I, and, I think it was a good weekend, successful weekend. And think of the dogs. Yeah, I was yeah, so worried. Like, I literally was leaving the house, and I and I asked my mom. I said, "Is Charlie okay with this?" And she's like, "Well, we've never seen him during Fourth of July, so we don't know." And I'm like, "Oh, oh my gosh!" Oh no! Like, what are oh, we no. doing? <laughs> um, he seemed fine. Um, I saw one video on TikTok of a dog being right up close to the fireworks and going off. And it looked like it was, he was enjoying it. So I guess there's two, what do you call them? There's, there's two, uh, two different types of dogs. Those who absolutely love fireworks than those who yes. could not give a crap about it. So. Oh, I had a firework thrown at me today or this past weekend. <laughs> what? So it wasn't like an actual firework. It was like one right. of those smoke bomb things. Oh, so it lights up and smokes. Yeah. And someone was just playing funny and like ta- tried to toss it near us, but it actually came like right under my, I was sitting under a chair, right under it. And all, I didn't even flinch because I knew it wasn't going to explode. I just like lifted my legs up. So like my legs are like up here and the fireworks just here like smoking off. That was kind of exciting. Do you ever, um, you know, we're, have you ever thrown those poppers, like those small ones that look like they're white and have like an end on them and you throw them on the ground and they pop? Maybe like years ago, but I don't yeah. remember. That was always, when you got older, you wanted to throw them at each other. <laughs> we, also <laughs> had, we also had sparklers, and we were all doing, hi, my name's Matt, and you're watching Disney Channel. Like, <laughs> that was kind of cool. <laughs> That's, yeah, spark, sparklers. I never a big fan of sparklers, because during time in childhood, I had a sparkler, and it actually, one of the... Um, the sparkles actually landed on my neck. Ooh. It burned pretty bad. Um, I don't think, I don't know if I have it anymore as far as like the, the burn anymore, but I didn't hold on the sparkler this 4th of July weekend. So they're okay. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. Um, well, Matt, I'm glad you, you and I both had a good 4th of July weekend and I'm sure that everyone else did. 
Uh, but, you know, specifically, Matt, looking into the grilling, um, you know, chilling with the grilling with the friends. Uh, some people may have done takeout. Um, some people may have done um, some other things, maybe grabbing some good to-goes as they're traveling with their family. Um, Matt, I know a couple weeks ago we talked about down in the dumps as far as you messing up your order. Um, but Matt, would you be very aggressive and uh, going back or somehow threatening uh, KFC as far as you getting their order wrong? I, I didn't do it at the time, so probably not. <laughs> well, man, this man in Iowa... Uh, attempted to get revenge on his local McDonald's after he was shafted out of sauce for his chicken McNuggets. Um, Matt, you're a big fan of chicken nuggets, as we all know. Uh, (laughs) uh, What happened was he allegedly threatened to blow up the restaurant and punch an employee over missing condiments, which was, according to the ABC affiliate, WHO, or who. (laughs) Um, So the man got obviously upset. Uh, you know, investigators told the station that a 42-year-old suspect called the fast food chain after discovering his order was incorrect. Uh, the sauce-craving suspect admitted to making the threats. So they allegedly turned into that, and yeah. Um, Matt, I, I, don't, I, I don't think it's proper to call them to threaten to blow up their establishment over some sauces. So I have a few thoughts. All right, I'm here. Uh, one, eating chicken McNuggets without sauce does suck. It does. So I understand his pain. Two, I didn't know they had McDonald's in Iowa, so you learn something new every day. I kind of thought they just ate corn. My my bad. <laughs> uh, number three, I think we can both disavow bombs, bomb threats, or fake bomb threats, right? Agreed. Okay. However, this is pretty damn funny. <laughs> like, I, this is funny like come on he called in a bomb threat because he didn't get sauce at the mcdonald's like that's objectively funny we can all laugh at that it's to the point where you are going over not over the edge but like to the point where you're calling the establishment saying you forgot my sauces when okay granted i okay just a little side note here any restaurant whether that's fast food or the five star two michelin star restaurants they all have humans there, like humans meaning employees that work. You're going to make a mistake from time to time. But here's the dumb thing. Why didn't you, going through the drive through why didn't you take the bag, look inside the bag to make sure that A, it was your, because I do it all the time now, A, to make sure that your order's in there, the order that you ordered, and B, to make sure you have all the supplements that go along with the, the, the meal that you're about to have. Like that, that, that could have just diffuse no pun intended the situation immediately yeah Yeah, i feel like that's common sense like everybody does that no like there are actually people that don't look through their order i mean yes mine got messed up at kfc but i just saw the box and i was like okay i'm assuming it's in there i saw the sauce if like all this guy had you're right all you had to do is take two seconds look in the bag hey did you throw sauce in here no what do you want boom no bomb threat needed and it's not that it's a conveyor belt that constantly is moving those cars. Like, it's a drive through There's times when people are there for five minutes. There's people there for two minutes. There's people there for 30 seconds. Whatever may you order, whatever you order you may, somewhere along those lines, how, again, it's over the top. It is funny. Yep. But again, it's just, it's just a little over the top as far as chicken nuggets. Have you ever had to call 
or your family had to call and complain a fast food restaurant. Like actual fast food chain restaurant? Like actual fast food chain. Um, I don't think so. Maybe something in a drive through like if you looked in the bag, but like that's pretty much about it. I don't Yeah, I don't think so. I actually have a a horror slash like ugly story. Oh, I um, kind of remember this. Right. I will keep the name of the place out of it. Um, so we went through a drive. My, actually, I wasn't even part of it. I was just part of the phone calls. Um, so my mom and my brother went through a drive through. Um, my brother got a sandwich. Mom got a regular meal. Brother took a bite in the sandwich. The middle of the chicken was actually raw. Like you saw pink. Like it was going to Weiss or the grocery store and picking up chicken or tenderloins or thighs or whatever the heck you wanted to buy that pink that there was no excuse and my mom called and everybody was laughing like the person who was on the phone was laughing so i was like let me call corporate so i called corporate and was like look i i know there's no repercussions here i said but something should be looked at considering that you handed somebody raw food and that's you know, anywhere you go, the Department of Agriculture or the Department of Food Safety, wherever that falls under, I think it's Department of Ag, maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't been in the food business long enough to remember. <laughs> um, that's a big repercussion. Mm-hmm. And like, that's a possible closure of a restaurant. So corporate was like, we're sorry. Like, I, I hated that this happened. Like, we'll let the district manager know. So the district manager calls my mom and was like, well, what do you want? Like, free, free coupons? Completely just goes over the subject of basically telling my parents and my brother that they were wrong. That wasn't raw chicken. And we had the photos to prove it. And it was like, oh, well, maybe like maybe you could have done it. No, there is no way you could turn a cooked chicken raw (laughs) in that scenario. Um, So it it basically it was squashed to that point. But I, I was a little pissed off with that. Like to that point, you're serving a customer raw food that could potentially get them sick even worse even more potential uh what do you call those complications um so yeah i but i wouldn't call to threaten to bomb the, the, at the mcdonald's see now i need to know who it was can you say it and bleep it out it's hmm, how do i okay yeah cool awesome okay <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I had to know. I had to know. Yeah, I mean, again, have I ever had a bad experience? Not really. I actually did have another bad experience today, so I want to get dunked in. Oh go my god! Game. Yeah, go off. <laughs> Say <game>. what? <laughs> um, I wanted to go to Duncan because I actually had a double recording today for a podcast. Um, you know, podcast mic coming in hot. Uh, so I wanted some Duncan. Um, I've been meaning to get Duncan. Um, this is, you know, not to feel bad for Matt, but this is my second Monday off because I actually took my personal day the previous mm-hmm. week. Um, yep, just so it it's okay. Um, you'll get those days sometime, Matt. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, wanted to go to Duncan. It was a walk-in order. No, no issue on the online mo- mobile app. I tried going into the door. His door was locked. This is like the frick. It just locked. And, you know, all the times we're on time like in service closed at five drive through closed at seven it was like four o'clock like why is the door closed so i went around the drive through picked it up uh first world problems <laughs> but literally again it's it's not enough I, see i'm going through these scenarios in my mind and it's just not enough where i can say you know what 
Let me call the McDonald's and let me threaten them. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? Right. Like, uh, it is. It's funny in the moment because, like, it's not an actual bomb threat. But in reality, this guy is kind of an asshole for calling a bomb threat because he didn't get sauce. Now, I will say, does it depend what kind of sauce he was expecting? Like, if he did this for, like, honey mustard, over the top. If he did it for, like, I don't know, ranch hot sauce, it's a little more justifiable, maybe? Mm-hmm. No? I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Matt. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to come from his perspective. Trying. Uh, but, Matt, it's it's not the first time that someone has made a ridiculous threat like this. Um for instance, Matt, in January of 2019, a 23-year-old college student in Rene, France, called in a fake bomb threat so he wouldn't have to see his parents. Yikes. Um, I think that's worse. Yeah. I mean, we both, I mean, we both interact with our parents every now and then, but not enough to call for a bomb threat. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's... Yeah, it's very over the top. I mean, bomb threats in general are just over the top. Like, that's not necessary. Uh, We don't need the bomb squad coming out. We don't need drug-sniffing, bomb-sniffing dogs. Um, Just let them eat their treats and let them be. Right. Uh, And then another one, Matt, in November of 2018, a New Orleans uh, man accused of threatening to blow up a local restaurant uh, told police he was referring to a bowel movement. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Now, that's funny. Yeah, that one, that one. See, that one you is okay because, like, I'm sure they didn't arrest him for that because he was just talking about the toilet. Yeah. Do you ever see those SWAT like uh, a streamer gets swatted? What do you mean? So what happens is somehow an individual from who's live streaming, like an, one one of their individuals, a viewer, finds out where they live and they actually call a SWAT team in. And they call, they get swatted. So literally a SWAT team barges in and like has no context whatsoever, but like gets barged in. Everybody's like, get on the ground. And it's funny because some of those streamers literally be like, oh, I think I'm getting swatted. So they (laughs) take off the headphones and they just start getting on the ground because they know that they they got swatted. But then at the same time, it's like, whoever this is, I'm going to like, I'm going to ban them (laughs) because that's crazy. I never heard of that. Uh, bomb threats can be scary. I had a few in middle school, actually. Really? Yeah. We had a stretch. We had, like, well, I at the time, I may have been in, like, fourth grade, but we had, like, two in a week to our middle school and high school. Yeah. Why? It was crazy. I don't know. People are couldn't, weird, man. i tell you. Yeah, people are weird. People are yeah. so weird. Yeah. I can't even remember a bomb threat. Like, I don't, I don't think I had... I remember I experienced... Back in the 2016, not election, but just 2016, like, primary, not, well, yeah, like, basically leading up to who's going to be the candidate for 2016 election. Um, and I was working at the news station, and I remember somebody calling, saying that there was going to be a bomb at the arena at one of the candidates was visiting. And, like, oh. the poor front desk lady was, like, almost crying and, like, freaking out and being like, what do I do? What do I do? Because it wasn't affecting us. It was affected. It was possibly going to affect um the arena that the candidate was being hosted in and uh i i just remember she was just so disheveled and like just so freaked out by it um which granted it wasn't affecting her directly but obviously she would feel the most guilt if she didn't do anything to act upon it so police report 
all that stuff it was just like wow like though i mean yeah everyone should treat them seriously but to that fact that it wasn't even going to directly affect her it made her feel um responsible for said uh actions to do it yeah yeah it's crazy i i think this we disavow bombs yes and any threats and and listen I get and, it, and, I, and we disavow that McDonald's for not giving that guy his sauce. So don't right. go to McDonald's. But let's put it this way: I'm sure he went home and opened up his his bag to get it and eat it. Listen, we all have ketchup in our fridges sometimes, most of the time, if not all the time. If not, you have ranch, you have buffalo sauce. Like, one of those should just be something to take it. Like, I've gotten no ketchup in bags before. I just take the ketchup out. Like, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Like, first world problem again, it's a pain in the ass for me to take out a plate, take out ketchup, and then, you know, eat from the plate that has the ketchup in it. But it's not that much of a loss if you think about it. I agree. Yeah. Like, I bet you that McDonald's doesn't ever forget to give out sauces anymore. No. <laughs> they learned their lesson good and hard. They literally hired somebody just to be the sauce checker. Yeah. Like, yeah. Minimum sure. wage. That's actually not a bad idea. Like every fast food restaurant should do that. It's called a quality, quality service check. Like quality that's. Quality control. That's quality makes, control. That's every restaurant has a quality control person. And that's yep. usually the manager or the owner. Like, yep. make, make sure the food is cooked. Make sure they get their sauce. Make sure they get the drink. I, I, I don't think you could go wrong with that. I think we just solved the fast food industry. Just makes service that much better. <laughs> That's what we do. Uh, well, hopefully everyone got their condiments for this commercial break. Uh, when we come back, Matt's got the sports. Let's say you start a podcast or you're running your own side hustle and have a bunch of links that you want your audience to know about. As a podcast, Matt and I have all of our social media, all of our podcast links, and other important things. Make it easier for your followers to find your important links, social media, and latest content by having it all in one page with solo.to. I'll be honest, I have used similar websites like this, but nothing compares to solo.to. All of your links are clean and easy to navigate. Have an upcoming video? It's really easy to make those changes. Plus, Solo.to has opportunities to upgrade to include more customization, advanced analytics, and so much more. Solo.to is giving us a special opportunity for you to get 10% off if you create an account and upgrade. Be sure to go to Solo.to slash funnybusiness to create your account today. Solo.to, it's the way to go. Okay, let's slide into the sports topics we have for you all today. Let's start with the NBA Finals. Phoenix Suns, the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, Mike, I don't have an alcoholic drink with me. However, I will chug the rest of this water bottle. Chugging with the fellas. Um, yeah, I'm just going to chug this water bottle and you can talk for a minute. Sure. No, I, uh, Matt, I'm very happy that your Suns won. Um, I think it was basically a miracle on ice for a dream come true. Uh, you know, circumstances arose when things were getting a little dicey as far as both teams' chances. Um, you know, I know we're going to talk opposite, but the Bucks and the Hawks, 
you know, Trey Young was was having a little hard time. Giannis was having a hard time himself. Uh, you know, on the opposite side, like they, Kawhi had some issues. Um, Chris Paul had some issues. It just, you're literally, <laughs> I feel like this NBA Finals is literally hanging by a thread because of all the injuries and all the instances that are occurring. Um, it makes great basketball as far as you never know what's going to happen. Um, but I think, I, I, I remember LeBron tweeting about it and complaining about some of the injuries that are occurring. Um, I just think that everybody is just trying to get used to getting back to a regular season, whereas they, you know, I've been going every season regularly, and then 2020 was just the garbage dumpster fire of of the century, and it ended up that that's that's what it is. But I am very happy that the Suns won for you. I I am as well. Uh, I think Devin Booker in his press conference on Monday, someone was asking him like, "Oh, like you guys faced a lot of teams with injuries." He's like, I'm not here to justify what we've done. Like, injuries happen, and people can say, like, oh, like, what if Anthony Davis played? What if Jamal Murray played? What if Kawhi Leonard played? What if the Suns could still be in finals? Like, they they can't, shouldn't be discrediting what they've done, like, just because they stayed healthy for the most part. I mean, Chris Paul was out for a little bit, and then he had COVID. They made the finals. You know, um, look at the Lakers. If, If Anthony Davis and LeBron James are healthy... Maybe they're in the finals, but they're they're not a deep team. Like they no. they're literally built around LeBron and Anthony Davis. So if one of them gets injured, yeah, they're going to lose because that's what it is. Big time. <laughs> yes. Um, as a Suns fan, I hope Giannis plays and he's hundred percent because I think we all deserve an NBA Finals with two healthy stars and two uh, two healthy teams. I think it's really cool too, and I know I discussed it back. Uh, a couple episodes ago. I'm just happy that it's not a Warriors matchup again. It's not a Lakers matchup. It's not uh, a Raptors, if they're still kind of relevant based on the year cycle. Um, if these are two fresh teams that have not experienced playoffs enough that now they're getting that opportunity to do so. And I think that's that's just what makes great basketball. I think anybody can watch it. Even if you are a Lakers or a Clippers or a Celtics fan or a Hawks fan, like you can watch this game because you can enjoy it because you have no preference one or the other. Unless, you know, you're upset over at the opposite team that beat your team, but how could you be upset? I think it's the stat where obviously the Suns have never won a title. I don't think the Bucks have won one in like 50 years. And I know neither player left on either roster has won a ring. I don't even think they've played in the finals, which is pretty cool. Because, like, even Chris Paul, like, Chris Paul's never played. Oh, no, Jay Crowder did play in the finals. So no one in the, no one left remaining has won a title, which is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yes. Um, Do we want to make a prediction? I feel like you want sons. Um, I did see that somebody back in 2016 predicted the 2021 NBA Finals, and it was Bucks and seven. But uh, I'm gonna say it's Suns and six. <laughs> or, or if we want to be this guy, Suns and four, baby. <laughs> well, if, if the Suns do win in four, that guy needs to get a ring. Yeah, <laughs> he has to get a ring. I was also gonna say Suns and six. I think yeah. so. Um, I, it sounds like Giannis is gonna play. Game one is on Tuesday, recording before then. So it sounds like he's going to play. Um, I also, this NBA Finals could take like two and a half weeks because there's like two days in between games at some points and it's just ridiculous. 
But whatever. Uh, moving on, we've talked about another topic that we've talked about before on the show. Uh, the NCAA last week passed the NIL bill. For those that don't know, that is name, image, and likeness. So now college athletes are signing sponsorship deals. Um, they're getting paid for the name, image, and likeness. And we've talked about it before, but now that it's actually happened, I figured we'd talk about it again. Um, Mike, I don't know if you've seen, but Barstool Sports is just signing literally everyone. And I mean, I've seen like other college athletes get endorsement deals. Um, there's two softball players, I believe, from Fresno State. They're twins. Uh, they're big on TikTok. They got signed. Um, and L- uh, did you? Before we go any further, did you see what LSU posted? No. So LSU had this planned out. When it happened, they tweeted out N I L S U, and a ton <laughs> of awesome. their athletes are getting signed. That That's was very cool. smart on their point. Uh, what are your thoughts? So we we talked about this on Thursday when when we had our little uh, sleepover. (laughs) And I was like, ah, I'm going to hold my thoughts (laughs) because. So I am very happy that the college players are now getting that opportunity for sponsorships. Um, I think it's really cool that Barstool, there's Barstool athletes. um, You know, people are getting that opportunity to get their name out there um, in the sense that they get can get promoted. Um, any great athlete can already start sponsorships before they move into the majors or the professional teams. Uh, I think that that is super cool. Um, I think that that gives them much more credibility as far as getting into professional teams. Uh, players, not players, but organizations and teams are, m- may have to be a little bit more mindful when they're drafting or recruiting players because there's a ton of marketability and value now with these players i think the thing that that i still can't um accept is the fact that because now that players can now profit off of their name image and likeness um coming off from a higher ed perspective uh what i'm possibly seeing is the fact that if let's just say a college or university photographer takes a picture of a player to be put in admissions or marketing material for the college or university, the players are going to go at the university and college and be like, hey, you're using my name, you're using my likeness, you're using my image, where's my royalties for that? And it's just going to be a much bigger headache. And people can come at me and say, well, Mike, that's not what it's for. You bet your ass that if somebody can now make profit, if we were able to make profit off the funny business, literally the word funny business, you bet we would probably be like, yeah, we're coming after you because you're you're using our likeness. But it's just going to be so much more trickier for colleges and universities to be able to actually promote their sports teams now that this is set in play. Again, I am totally on the side of likeness and images and all that, and I hope I said that episodes back when we first started with the discussion. But it's just going to be a much bigger headache for those that are not talking about the sports and more talking about, you know, because I I could literally go to a sports game. I could take photographs and I can post them online and I could have some college player be like, yo, dude, where's my money? You used my likeness. You're promoting the likeness of me. Where's my money? 
And I think that is what is driving me more nuts rather than this whole like, okay, we're giving 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 year olds an opportunity to profit off of their name and likeness. So thank you for coming to my TED talk. Yeah. So I was, I visited my old athletic director from my internship in college at yeah. Wilkes-Barre. Talked to him for like an hour. We talked about this for like 20 minutes. He literally said the, the exact same thing you just did. What if, if they use a brochure, if they make a basketball brochure and they use pictures, what athlete right now at this point isn't going to say, hey, you're going to pay me for that? Like, it's easy to say, like, well, what athlete's going to do that? Every athlete's going to do that. Now that it's legal, they're going to want as much money as they can get. Um, And I also, I, I'm happy, but I'm just concerned. Like, right. they, they do deserve to get paid. It's just, I haven't seen, like, any rules of like what they can and can't do they cannot the only thing i've seen they cannot get alcoholic sponsorships makes sense they cannot get um drug sponsorships like marijuana can't do that <laughs> uh they cannot get adult entertainment sponsorships so any athlete uh, thinking they're gonna get sponsored by Pornhub, sorry that's not gonna happen every everything that sells man they can't get <laughs> right um so i hope it works out i just don't know if it's going to uh, my big thing, and I've said this before, is recruiting. And that was when I talked with my athletic, old athletic director. He kind of said the same thing. Schools can just go to a donor or go to a um, an alumni and say, hey, we need $50,000 for this stud athlete to come to our school. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's going to happen. Is I don't know if that's legal or not. Like, they just kind of announced, like, hey, you can get endorsements. And that was it. Like, there's, like, no rules. So this is right. very scary. And I don't think we're going to see the full impact of this until, like, five, ten years from now. Like, I think in the short run, it's going to be good because these athletes are going to be getting made money. Right. But when legal stuff starts going on, which has been going on already, it's just going to explode. Yeah. No, I, I, I had I had to reflect a little bit while you're just discussing, like, yeah, you're talking, you talked with your old athletic director, and, like, that's a division at at that school itself that's a division three entity um it's lower than division three but yes okay so it's lower than that and i thought to myself like okay division three schools are going to be the ones that are going to be the bitchiest of being like oh well you know you're using my name and likeness but i'm thinking to myself i'm like it's probably going to be everywhere d1 Mm -hmm. to all the way to d7 if that even exists because again they're in this mindset now that they can make money off of their last name off of pictures um, and again, it, it, people as college students, we were, we were there once we're able to talk about it. The maturity of understanding the bigger picture when it comes to colleges and universities, as far as the recruitment, as far as their, you know, their marketability, if you don't allow the colleges and universities to be able to use your likeness, be able to use your imagery, be able to use you as a person. And not even that, not your name and likeness, but just being able to say, take a picture of somebody and put next to stat line of saying, oh, the basketball team's won X amount of championships in the past five years. Great, great, all awesome. And you're going to come out them and saying, well, why aren't you going to pay me? Like, that is the thing that is, is worrying me the most for as a college university. And it may just be to the point where smaller colleges and universities may say, you know what? We're not going to do sports anymore. Like, because it's that, I mean, it's a hot take, but it's, it's that much of a headache where they just don't want to go through it. 
Um, yeah, I mean, we've, we've already seen, like, big college athletes or college schools cut sports. Like, Stanford, a year or a half ago, cut, like, 17 sports, which is crazy. Um, I think it's going to work both ways. I think sometimes the big schools will take athletes from small schools. And at certain times, I think small schools will take athletes from big schools. Because if you're a small school, you can say, hey, the, uh, they're going to pay you more right now. But if you come to us, you're going to be the star player on the team. You'll make more money in the long run. I think that's a viable option. Um, I had another thought, and it was going to be um, really good. Go ahead. Interject. I, I think, uh, I don't know if we may be on the same wavelength, but like those who aren't eligible for athletic scholarships or athletic beneficiary, like D1, some D2 schools allow student-athletes to be on a sports scholarship, but the lower schools, like the latter half of D2 and some and a lot all D3 schools, don't get any type of athletic scholarship. Correct. And that could be a little muddled with that scenario too. Could. Yeah. I think that's a big issue that could happen. Um, I thought of one benefit this could be. When we first talked about this a couple episodes ago, right. the reason we brought it up was because there was an Iowa basketball player, Jordan Bohannon, said he would come back to school if this law got passed. That, I think, could be a good thing. Because we see, NBA specifically, we see one and dones. They have one year of college, they go to the NBA, they don't pan out, we never hear from them again. If they get paid a little bit, they could stay an extra two or three years at college, build their name even more, build their brand, develop as a player, as an athlete, make it to the NBA. I think that's a really good thing that people maybe aren't considering right now. No, I agreed. And you also... <laughs> It's almost then you're going to run into the issue that people don't want to graduate. <laughs> it's like fifth year. Exactly. People don't yep. want to graduate then. And then it's exactly. like, can I just go back and not, not graduate? <laughs> Look how many athletes are taking their fifth year for, from COVID this coming year. A ton of them. Because right. they, they like the idea. Here's the other thing that's coming. That Northwestern football team tried to do a couple years ago. The unionization. Like, like of athletes athlete unions? At, at, yeah. at the schools. I don't. I, I. I'm not smart enough to understand unionization at this point. But that's going to be a whole process in itself, and that's yeah. that's definitely coming because I already tried that a few years ago. That's just that's probably going to happen at some point now. Yeah, unions are interesting. Let's put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> I, like I said, I'm just not smart enough to understand unions. Yeah, I'm not in um, a union myself, but like every time I hear a legality or an issue, there's always the union that's brought involved, and I'm like. What? <laughs> I, I have no idea. Uh, moving on, Mike, to a sport we have never talked about yet on the show. Well, I don't think we have. Uh, it was Fourth of July this past weekend. God bless America. <laughs> what? What's what's the uh, most American food you can think of? Hot, hot dogs, dogs, of course. I completely forgot that the hot dog competition was a thing. No, I was traveling back from a different state. Uh, well, we have a sound the alarm, a world record in the major league eating. Joey Chestnut, the goat, Mr. Chestnut, foods. Um, he broke the world record for seventy six hot dogs eaten in ten minutes. <laughs> Excuse me as I go throw up. <laughs> um, for those that can't do that math that is 6.7 hot dogs a minute oh my god that's disgusting <laughs> so disgusting 
you have to feel like shit after that. Oh now, my. They, they, he does get his stomach pumped afterwards. Does he like, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, they they get their stomachs pumped. Oh yeah. How do you do this? <laughs> uh, a lot of technique, a lot of fasting. That's. I think we were having this discussion. It 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 didn't come. It didn't cross my mind until I was scrolling on Twitter and I saw, oh, the hot dog eating contest, <laughs> and just you know the amount of like preparation that goes in for a, 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 a an eating contest um i am sure that they fast days before this competition um but then again like how do you fast and then you eat all these hot dogs it just it is so all over the place they have like a science to it though like this guy is like a pro at eating like he uh he jumps up and down to try to like get the stuff like moving and it's it's gross how long would it take you to eat 76 hot dogs? I mean, it took me like five minutes. Well, it's not how long. It's just if I would be up to eat 76 hot dogs. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, right. if, if you had to eat 76 hot dogs, how long would it take you? Like, if I had no choice. Right. I mean, oh my God. I, you know, I could probably scarf down like two hot dogs, like per sitting, like if it was like for dinner. Um, I feel like it would be like three hot dogs if I was really feeling like, you know, they hand yep. you it later on. Be like, oh, like you want more, want one more hot dog? And be like, absolutely, I want one more hot dog. So, oh, God, I feel like it would take me, you know, three times 12. Here we go with the maths again. Three times 12, 30, three times 20. I'd say it'd take me about like 25 days in order for me to actually get close to eating that record. 25 days is long. I think I could, so if I do two at breakfast, two at lunch, two at dinner, and maybe like one as a snack. I'd, I'd be sick. I'd be completely I sick. I would be. Uh, <laughs> I was more going for the practicality. Like <laughs> I, I was too, but like, oh <laughs> man, I just, I can't, it. I think it would take me a week. I think a week. I could do it in a week. Maybe. That's like 10 hot dogs a day. <laughs> yeah you know what i think you're right i think like a month a month <laughs> it's absolutely disgusting have you have you ever watched them i mean i've seen like the munch 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 like yeah it's, it's hard disgusting. to watch it is hard to watch it's it's very hard to watch uh for those that don't know major league eating is actually a professional like sports organization like this is his job joey chestnut's job is to eat competitively <laughs> so let's go through some other eating world records. You may have heard of uh well-known eater Kobayashi. Yes. Mike. How about let's do this? I'll give you the food and the time, you tell me how much. Uh, how, how much they, Okay. How much so you're going to give me the minutes, but then how how many things did they eat in that Correct. that time? Okay. Correct. Kobayashi in 30 seconds ate how many peeps? Peeps. Peeps, 30 like seconds. 30 seconds. How many like the peeps? marshmallow peeps. How many rows or how many peeps are in a row? Six? I want to say five or six. Five? I'm going to say 15. 25. Oh my God. <laughs> that I would actually throw up from that. Like the sugar. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like peeps. Do you like peeps? It's like a delicacy. Not saying I enjoy them, but like just one peep and like, yeah. They're a little too artificial for me. I don't mm-hmm. know. Kobayashi again, 
eat how many grilled cheese sandwiches in a minute? Ooh, grilled cheese, baby. Um, I'm going to say seven. Thirteen. Oh, my God. Probably didn't shit for three days. <laughs> cheese, baby. Let's see. Jamie McDonald. In nine minutes and 17.28 seconds, ate how many dozen of Krispy Kreme donuts? Um, in nine minutes? Nine minutes. Four dozen. Five. Oh. 60 donuts in nine minutes. Dude, two makes me feel great. Three, on the other hand, makes me feel sick. Yes. Um, guy named Andrew... Guy named Andrew... <laughs> Eight, how? Uh, okay, let me switch this up. Three saltines, saltine crackers. How long That's did it take diffi- him to eat it? That is difficult. Oh my god! How long do you think it take took him to eat, eat three saltine crackers? Eight seconds. Ten point two two. That is insane. That, that is might insane. be the craziest one yet. Because those done, things. Yeah, you ever done a saltine challenge before? It, awful. No, they're that very dude must tough. be choking on them. They're very, very tough. Oh my god. Oh holy shit, this one's crazy. <laughs> Christian Collins. How many Pringles did he eat in one bite? So you're talking about the Pringles, not he like sta- how many he sleeves. stacked them up. So but like you're not saying like how many sleeves, like how many Pringles, like Correct. by the in- chip. Individual chips. He and stacked many- them up. One bite. How, oh, how how many in one bite? Yep. Twelve. Thirty-nine. No oh, what the Thirty-nine what? Pringles. What? I swear, Thirty-nine Pringles in one bite. That man is Jaws. That is literally Jaws. I don't how? even think he has a jaw muscle. Hang on. How many? Just, just to give our audience how many Pringles are in, one, are in a can. Just, just because. I think a hundred. There's a hundred. Yeah. So he's so, almost eating half, if not. Yeah, he's almost eating about a, uh, almost close to a half of a Pringles can. That is disgusting. I love Pringles. I love sour cream and onion, but I don't love them that much. I, listen, that is one of the craziest stats that's existed on this earth. <laughs> Garrett Hodges. On the fastest consumption of a pudding cup, how many seconds? 2.4. Close. 3.4. Oh, oh stop a second. <laughs> 3.4 seconds. Um, McDonald's would just give us a sponsorship at this point. Jonathan C. Jonathan Clark. In 2 minutes and 16 seconds, how many chicken McNuggets did he eat? <laughs> did he did he have sauce with them? <laughs> um no, I don't know, In the photo that. it does not look like there's any sauce. He has a glass of water. How many sec how many minutes was it? Two minutes, sixteen seconds. How many chicken McNuggets? Uh I'm gonna say fifty. Forty. Oh. That's not I don't it's think not bad. I mean it's fast, but I think it's not crazy. Fast food. Let's do a few more. Austin West. Set the world record for fortune cookies in one minute. How many? Uh, 20. Okay, so let me throw this in there. I just saw this now. Yep. He ate and read. How many fortune cookies <laughs> in a minute? 15. Seven. Oh! I feel like that's beatable. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's very beatable. We should try it next week. <laughs> oh, this is weird. Elias, he ate a slice of cheese. How quick did it take him? Uh, one second. 1.5 seconds. Ooh. That's crazy. Let's do a few more. Kobayashi again. How many cocktail wieners did he eat in a minute? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, wieners. Um, also known as uh, dinner uh, glizzies. Dinner glizzies. <laughs> In a minute. Um, I'm going to say like uh, 14. Like the small ones. Okay, never wieners. mind. 24. Yeah. 54. <laughs> oh, this one's crazy. Have you, do, yeah. you like, do you like Nutella? I mean, I know what it is. You know, it's kind of like thick, right? Thick. Yeah, yeah, two C's. Um, Arthur, how how long did it take him to eat an entire jar of Nutella? Twelve seconds. Twenty-four. Ah, oh, damn. Let's throw it back to Glizzy's. <laughs> Travis swallowed how many hot dogs whole in a minute? Thirty-seven. <laughs> I'm, I'm just Bonk. sick thinking about that. I'm just, I'm just sick thinking about that. Uh, this is actually, this is incredible. I'm just learning so much. Same guy, Travis. Um, how long did it take him to eat two strawberry pop tarts? Oh, I just had pop tarts this morning. How long did it take um, you to eat them? I casually ate them. Okay. Um. I'm going to say 10 seconds. Uh, 27.7. Really? Two, two of them. That's kind Interesting. of like crazy. Like two, two tarts. Two tarts. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, all right, two more. This one, uh, where'd it go? This one's bullshit. Travis again. How many potato chips did he eat in one minute? I have to count potato chips instead of bags. Um, 75. 27. Oh, that's lame. I could do that. I could do lame. that. Lame. <laughs> and then a little switch up here. Kyle Covey Smith set the world record for slowest time to eat a banana. How long? <laughs> slowest time? Slowest time. So it wasn't competitively eating fast. It was competitively eating slow. Correct. <laughs> An hour. 20 minutes. Oh, okay. It's a little unique. A little unique. Um, uh, just so everyone knows, under each one of those stats, it said, um, note, competitive eating is dangerous and should not be attempted unless you are professionally trained. So we disavow trying to eat 40 Pringles at once. As we were trying to think we could do it next week of eating. <laughs> right. And I can still beat that potato chip record. And that concludes the sports topics we have for you all today. It is time for another edition of Matt's Drunk Thoughts. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, I had a little bit of opportunity this weekend to think of some drunk thoughts. Uh, and I have some great ones. So, Mike, let me start off with, last week, I talked about the hotel right. not allowing alcohol in. Right. This is also more just a complaint by me. Ready? My hotel did not have a fridge. I think I told you that. You did, but I didn't comprehend it. How does it not... Like, what if I 
went to the restaurant at the hotel, got food, brought it back. What was I supposed to do? I know, man. It's tough. So my drunk thought was it also didn't have its own private Wi-Fi. It just had a public Wi-Fi with no password. That Isn't freaked that me out. all hotels? No, I've been to hotels that actually have their own, like... Hotel Wi-Fi? Yeah. Oh, this was oh. just a public one. Like, no password, nothing. Right. That freaks me out. So my drunk thought was every hotel should have a fridge and, like, its own private Wi-Fi. I think that's fair. Uh, the, another drunk thought. I was at the casino. I was hungry. But at Mohegan Sun Pocono, they only have, like, big fancy restaurants. I mean, they have, like, Johnny Rockets and stuff like dude, that. Bar Louie, man. Yeah, I did not go to Bar Louie. Oh, dude, the buffalo chicken Well, we bread. ate at their wedding. I wasn't going to... I don't care, Matt. You needed a quick snack, dude. That buffalo chicken flatbread is fab. Listen to this idea. Are you going? Did you go to Johnny Rockets? Please do not tell me. No, I did not go to Johnny Rockets. No. (laughs) There's going to be two fast food restaurants in every casino. Like fast food. I'm talking McDonald's, Burger King, KFC. They would make so much. You imagine how much money a Taco Bell would make at a casino? (laughs) Yeah, that Taco Bell would be the richest. Exactly, it'd be the richest Taco Bell in the history of Taco Bell. I'm checking. I'm just checking to see if you missed. There is there's a buffet in there that I like did not go into. Um, let's see here. Yeah, Johnny Rockets is one. Okay, there really isn't a there really isn't a what do you call it like, like a, fa- a fast like food a right, like traditional fast food. I yeah. think I think casinos would make a ton of money on it. I mean, there's Johnny Rockets, but again, that's more of a sit down restaurant, right? I mean, you wouldn't go to a rustic kitchen, like, if you wanted just a quick bite to eat. <laughs> exactly. Or, like, Ruth's Steakhouse. Yeah, Ruth's, Ruth's Chris. Uh, Chris. Ruth's Chris yep. Steakhouse. Um, yeah, I think that's just a genius idea. Yeah. I also got made fun of because I went to the vending machine uh, in the hotel floor that I was on. Okay. I got, I got a bag of Doritos the first time, and then I was like, okay, I'm hungry. I'm going back for it. I, I got a bag of pistachios, and everyone was making fun of me. Dude, you're the you're the happy one because you're actually eating. Well, people are making fun of me because they said pistachio is not really a drunk food, which I totally disagree with. Anything's a drunk food if you want it. Exactly. Like pistachios cool. are great. You need new friends. I don't know about that. <laughs> I was gonna wait to see what your thought was. <laughs> um, I have two more. Oh, I'm ready. Kings, like the card game. Kings. So, like, the drinking game, Kings. Yes. Like, Waterfall, 2, you, 3, yep. me, 4, floor, 5, high, Guy, 6, chicks. 5 guys, 6, five chicks. 5 guys, 6, chicks, 7, seven heaven, heaven eight. 8. What did we do for 8? Eight? 8, I think we did... I don't remember. Uh, 8, date. 8, date. 9. nine line. Uh, it's like line. Like, you go yeah. around and you say, like... 9, um, rhyme. Nine rhyme. Yes, you yep. go around and saying yep. like, "Oh, like favorite food," and it's like pear, drink. Because I couldn't think of anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's um, like, and that's the game, folks. <laughs> now we're just gonna go through the whole game. Ten was categories, right? Um, Jack was something. We also yeah. so let's forget about the rest. We didn't do waterfall. Okay, we changed waterfall to something else. I think it was uh, you got to make a rule or something like that. 
Yeah, one of them's a rule in there, I yeah, think. Yeah, something like that. Uh, anyway, Kings, very underrated card game. It was super fun. Like, super fun. Like, people, like, do, like, crazy card games or, like, stuff like that. Kings is one that, like, everybody can do. Yeah. Very or, fun. Or Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck is also a good one. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, my last drug thoughts. It just blew through this, but... Uh, this one I think is a genius idea. We should, and this is where your expertise comes into play. I'm ready. And I, I will learn. We should be professional wedding photographers. <laughs> they make bank. They, I think it's a great idea. I listen. I think I, it's I'm a not, fabulous. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Your thoughts. I, I heard of a wedding, and it's not the one I went to. Right. And I. I heard they made ten grand through a wedding. They were willing to pay. So okay. So here's the issue that here's my expertise. Here's the issue that comes into it. You have people that respect the drip, Karen, um, and actually invest in their photography because they know it's their special day and they know they want it the best it can be. You then have other parties or couples, I should say, that want to find cheap. Like, they want to be able to save on some things. And I think any wedding, you see it. I mean, I'm not going to call you out and being like, what did you see there that was cheap? But you find some things that you can go on the cheaper side of things and you can afford other things, like the food or the videography or the wedding or the DJ or the venue, whatever it may have you. So then you have those people in the back of their heads being like, well, I want 500 for this wedding. You do realize that as a photographer... Um, and I'd love to, to I, I really shouldn't speak for it because I've never photographed a wedding before. Um, I've only videographed one wedding. I will never, I, I have told people I will never do weddings because I just cannot stand the stress and the bridezillas and the mom bridezillas that, and I basically just called out the people that I had the wedding with. Um, but that's okay. Um, they won't listen to this freaking podcast anyway. Uh, but I know with, Margot, on the other hand, which is Jenna's sister, Margot does photography professionally. Um, she's fabulous. Um, Margot Reed Photo, for dropping a plug. Please go and follow her. She's amazing. Um, that sponsor's going to cost 20 bucks, by the way. <laughs> uh, but you do realize that you are, you are bringing somebody on that is not direct, unless you never work with family, but you are bringing somebody on that is taking their time out of their weekend to spend a full day with you, from the very start up and early in the morning, you getting ready for the day, you at the performance or the ceremony, and then after that, and then the whole night. And then you also have them editing the photos afterwards. I, I think it's a great idea, Matt. I think we would be better off video videoing the wedding. Um, I'd, I'd love to, I mean, or just f- funny business entertainment, <laughs> like just having both photo and video. Um, but it gets, it gets intense. And I think what you didn't see, Matt, is the sheer fact of working with the couple and then possibly working with other people that are involved in the party, like the mother or the father or the aunt or the sister, whoever it may be, that is bringing on much more pressure to you as the photographer than it is overall the wedding that's so just my two cents the photographer that we had like 
everybody loved him. Like he was roasting people. He was he was just doing it all. Like every every single person loved him. And we were all like at the end of the night, we we're like, you have business cards. Like we want to give you like we know this person getting married. We know this person. If you're the right type of photographer, I feel like you can do anyway. And then by building your big name, that's how you get more clients. That's how you get more money, more more moolah. So so you think he was more he or she was more personable because they were roasting you was it during they were taking photographs or just in between the whole night the whole night like as he's taking photos okay yeah he was also very good at what he did like he was just very good if you have i'll just say if you have like if you have the the skill to prove like basically walk the walk talk the talk like if you're able to talk if you're able to walk the walk instead of talk the talk like yeah by all means if you could if you can balance both being a personality and a photographer like great um i just know so many people don't like the conversations that happen during a wedding because they're trying to do their job efficiently (laughs) um and who knows if you have somebody who is more personality wise I mean, I could just say I'm I'm a very personable person. I have a great personality. <laughs> um, am I going to miss that important moment that should have been photographed? Am I going to miss that important clip that should have been included in the in the reel during the wedding? Um, this is where again, my genius part comes in. If we both do it, we got one day we're serious. One day you're serious and I'm joking. One day I'm serious, you're joking. Let- let me tell you, I, I shared with you beforehand, but I will share this on the podcast because I think this is hilarious AF. Um, I was videotaping um, our new science building that was on our college campus, and I had an intern with me. And granted, the intern wasn't doing a lot of videotaping, but he was doing a lot of the talking, um, which kept the two people that we were working with and letting us access into some particular places in the building that are locked to others. Um, to be able to film and be able to entertain them. We went to the cadaver lab, was talking, chit-chatting. The intern all of a sudden opens up the two pans that open up. Oh, there's a dead body. If you know that's the cadaver lab, closes it. I start cracking up. He's like, why is it there? And it's like, it's the cadaver lab. What else are you supposed to do? He's like, well, he's like, that's the dead body. He's like, well, where else are you supposed to put the dead bodies? (laughs) It was great. I, I think we could do it. I think we could do it. I believe that we can, Matt. But prestige I worldwide move over prestige worldwide. <laughs> Funny business entertainment is here. <laughs> it was also kind of weird being on a dance floor. They also had a video videographer. Yeah. Um, and it also to be dancing and all of a sudden you just get this bright flashing light and it's like, oh, hey, there's the videographer. That was kind of yeah. awkward. Videography is much more uh, uh, in your face type of deal. Um, I did get the drop it low in front of him. I think I saw that. Yeah. Could you imagine you make that wedding real? <laughs> and I, lost just, the game, I lost the game of what are the odds. That's why I had Yeah, well, again, you are you're I was 0 for, 0 for 2, 3 baby. on the weekend with one. 0 for 3, odds. then. For, so this, then weekend, you're, this weekend alone. So then you're 0 for 4 overall on the podcast. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, so. what are the odds that you will end the podcast instead of me? 1 in 75. Okay. Ready? I'll yep. do I'll do the countdown. Okay. One, two, three. Sixty three. Forty one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my heart is bumping out of my chest right there. <laughs> that is all I have for Matt's Strong Thoughts. 
Well, that's great, Matt. I'm glad that you experienced and you were able to bring content to this Funny Business Podcast. Um, if you'd like more content or if you'd like to see some of our favorite highlights during previous podcasts, make sure you follow us on our social media. You can find all of our podcasting stuff at solo.to slash funnybusiness. I have a very major announcement to make at the end of this podcast. Oh. Matt, I have officially finished season two of Too Hot to Handle. So what Matt will have to do is he'll have to binge watch and he'll literally have to tell me, Mike, I'm ready. And then that will be a topic for a review of Too Hot to Handle season two. Matt, it's spicy, it's dicey, and oh my gosh, it's a great time. I also have breaking news. I've seen the first two episodes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, It's wild. It's absolutely insane so far. Uh, very excited for the next eight. We're just very naughty little possums. Uh, <laughs> uh, Matt, what's your uh, quote of the day or your advice of the week? I don't think I've said this yet, but get some sleep. You have sleep not said is, that. Sleep is very important. Uh, I've, I I didn't get a lot of sleep this past weekend. I'm exhausted. Uh, so we're not, Mike and I are just kind of going to have chill nights and I'm going to go to bed early. And I'm going to get some sleep because that's important. That's very important, man. Coffee does solve a lot of problems, but it can't solve all your sleep problems. It does. You're right about that, Matt. Um, yeah, sleep is great. Um, yeah, go to sleep. bed early. Yeah, melatonin. Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> or a bunch of turkey. <laughs> that works, too. <laughs> or just eat a lot before you go to bed. <laughs> I have a I have a very um so Matt was uh shall you say he was uh well yeah you were over on Thursday and we ordered two very large pizza pies. Um yep. I have a lot of pizza to eat this week. So. Yeah. <laughs> Got to take some. It was good though. I, dude, I'm so happy. That Matt, we're like the yin and the yang. Like I'm buffalo chicken pizza, you're uh bacon chicken ranch and oh my goodness. It was that a good was combination. Fabulous. That was a very good combination. Great and the IPAs that went along with yeah, the IPAs. That also helped. So it was great. Matt was fabulous as always. Matt's probably the number one person who loves the futon in that house. So Yeah, you really do. It's amazing. Yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah, get some sleep. Listen to the podcast before you go to bed at 10 o'clock at night. And until the next time, we'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone.